check it out. What it do? It's your girl, Just Be Real, and welcome back for another Sunday episode of Just Be Real Podcast. Glad y'all here still kicking it with me. February is almost over, Black History Month's almost done, but I got one more episode to before we end off the month. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and kick it with y'all. For my brothers and daughters, we call it. Enough of me chatting. Let's get real. I haven't seen a black man that has a successful relationship and his woman is not a complete just he can live on her power. And right. he's like, yeah, you know, that's my wife over there, man. And whenever she called me, I'm there. You right. Know, I'm, I'm on it, you know? I feel like those are the most successful relationships is the man allowing the woman to live in her power. Mm. And she understanding his power. You know what I'm saying? Because we all have divine masculine and divine feminine. It's just how much we tap into it. Exactly. And I think tapping in is defining your sole purpose. Why are you here? Why exactly. I, here? I, have, I found myself asking that question last year to myself last year. Like, why am I here? What's, what's my purpose? You know? Went to my parents. Yo, where am I from? You know, I got a lot of West Indian background, West Indian background and Native American background. So I'm like, damn, just off that alone, I said, I might have a lot of trauma. Mm. I, have, I have ancestral trauma. Mm-hmm. Ancestral is a word, but we're going to use it. It is. You know it mean? is a word. I don't, you know what I'm saying? So I have ancestral trauma. I was born in trauma. Transgenerational trauma. Exactly. So now it's like, nah, I got to, I found out who I was, where my parents, all of that. And then I said, okay. Then, you know, I um I went out and, and, and uh, researched a few people. I found this 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 lovely um, young lady that Angel Angel knows too. You know, I made sure I introduced them. I'm very transparent, and I met her on TikTok. Like I said, TikTok could be something for you. you could help somebody because this girl helped me, and she read me my soul destiny, my soul contract. I know my master number. Like I know who I am. I know why I'm here. I'm powerful. I'm a strong piece on the chessboard. And I'm not saying that because I'm standing here and I'm you know I'm six foot tall and I'm 300 pounds. No. My soul is powerful and it's been here for lifetimes. Right. You know? and, and I'm here to help. I'm here to heal. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to, but I got to figure out my traumas. I got to shadow work myself, you know, into shape. And to help people, you know what I'm saying? Whatever I need to help, you know, so. That's, that's, that's all. Oh, so you tapped into astrology. I love that for you. I love it. Gotta love it. That's that's Angel Angel be Angel be like yo all the time. She be like yo, you be saying stuff I don't understand. And she was like, but I'm like that's because it's not until you find within yourself to start that journey, it's not going to make sense. Like nobody can explain astrology. You have to literally, it's a research type situation. You have to want to find it because it's not finding you. Like you have to want to go to it. It's not just coming to you. So I can't explain what you're not. If your body's not telling your spirit's not telling you, hey, it's time for me to learn it. I can't help you because no matter what I say, it's going through one or not the other because you're not trying to understand. So what's your sign? What's your zodiac? Um, my big four. I am a Virgo Sun, a Leo Rising, a Scorpio Moon, and a Leo Venus. So my first house is filled with Virgo and Leo. So like how you were saying, like how I can, you can command, you know, go in a room and command something. Leos are automatically Leo is controlled by the Sun, so it's automatically all eyes on me whenever I walk in the room, even if I don't try. But the Virgo in me. Leo is the 
Exactly. Mind you, is Leo at one degree. So literally, I'm at the pinnacle point of when Leo just starts this whole thing from my rising. So my personality comes off bubbly. It comes off very welcoming, but the Virgo in me is very strategic, very on top of it. I need an agenda. I can't just take this risk recklessly and not just step in. Wait, I'm an introvert. Back up. I didn't let you in my space. Relax. My energy might give you one thing, but that ain't me, homeboy. Like, relax. I ain't really with it. Like, so it, and I'm very colorful, so it, it can confuse people. So they're like, so a lot for a lot of people, it's like, so who the fuck is Jess? Like, we know of her, but who the fuck is she? So this is why I have the podcast, because the podcast, I feel my purpose is to speak on things that we don't speak on that, that's taboo to black society. We're going to talk about the rape. We're going to talk about transgenerational toxicity. We're going to talk about the melanin and how everything of its origins. We're going to talk about the his stuff that they don't have in history books and how they have AP courses and they're trying to ban the history of black history because they know it's really American history. I feel like that's my purpose because my soul's been here and I'm just supposed to be the advocate for my generation to speak on it out loud and do it unapologetically. I'm going to get there. See, you ahead of me. See, and that's the whole thing. That's that Leo. See, you know, so I, 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 I have still a few traumas. Of, I'm a little indecisive about what exactly I want to do, but I'm with you. I feel like by next year, I should be where you are right now. I'm a little behind it. But it's no, you're not behind. You're right on time. You're right on time because you're already conscious enough to know that that's your purpose. You on time. You're not late. You on time. You want time. You want time. You want time because I feel like those who are healers, because I feel like people like us who are meant to help, we're healers. So we feel what others feel. We can take in energies. Like I was just telling my friend the other day, I was like, yo, what's going on with you? You good? And she like, how would you know? She was like, nah, I'm good. But you know, this is what's going on. She was like, I appreciate you checking in. And I could feel energy. And mind you, she's not around me. I ain't been around her in like a month. My other friend in Cali, I'm like, yo, so just want to check in. How's everything? How's your mental? She said, how the hell do you notice? Like, I, this is what happened today. And I'm like, it's that 12th house energy. It's that, it's that Virgo. Like, I'm able to feel y'all. And y'all, I know y'all don't got to be around me. But I know I'm supposed to be that support system. So, like, I feel you. So, what's going on? It freaks them out every time. That's dope, though. I'm going to listen, man. I'm cool with that. I'm cool. That's dope. That is dope. Because you have more than just, uh, you're like, you're like, oh, uh, what's that? Um, what was Nostradamus? What exactly was Oh, that? I know what you're talking about. Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, my goodness. I know exactly what you're talking about. You're, you're, is it a prophet? He was a, yeah, like an, like an, a, a, yeah, a prophet kind of sort of thing. And you have those, those are powers. Like, you have those. You have, like. It's not that. It's not. It's like. Is it prophecy? Maybe it is prophecy. Not, maybe it is a prophecy. Yeah, because he was like, he would have like a thing of predicting future events kind of situation going on with him. Yeah, but you have that in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Where you can, you can feel it. You can feel it. You can predict it. You can say, damn, you know what? That could happen. You know? I have right. that too sometimes. You know, you can kind of predict what something's going to happen based on energy and stuff like that. So Word. And spiritual guys, ancestors, people be sleeping. But ancestors, I don't think people, like you said, as a as a culture, we're not conscious enough in the brown culture to know, like, ancestors speak to you on a regular basis and all the time. But we're just not aware enough to be able to notice signs and the signals because it was lost in tra the transatlantic slave trade. So a lot of what we should know and be in tune with, we're not in tune with because they try to erase as if we don't exist. So when stuff be happening, my friends are like, why are you up at four o'clock in the morning? I'm like, because the ancestors are speaking and they're not going to let me sleep until I listen. 
So until I listen, they're not going to let me sleep. That's yeah, that's dope. That's dope. See, I, I mean, that probably be happening to me, and I'm like, yeah, man, I can't sleep. I'm up. But you're right. You're right. They're probably trying to give you some. Right. Getting a little ringings. I'll be having ringings. Yes. Yeah, okay. Rings. Like, and I've been telling people yeah. all the time, like, yo, the light. When the light, okay, so there's a light in my master bedroom that flickers. So it does it every so often. It doesn't do it all the time because there's nothing wrong with the bulb. It flickers. But I know if it flickers, that means one of my spiritual guys is here in the house trying to guide me with something to let them know that they're here and to pay attention while they're talking or showing me something. So like today, for instance, at church, I was like having a rough day yesterday and then they played one of my favorite songs. And then like I was just sitting in church, but the light flickered for no reason. But all week, my homegirl who passed away has been talking to me at four o'clock, 444 every night, every morning, wake me up on my sleep where I'm up until I listen. So now when after I was like, you know what? I'm going to just have a conversation with her and then I'm going to go to sleep. Then the song comes on today. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So now I'm like, all right, Shay, I see what you meant. As soon as I said that, she flickered the light and it was done. Like, so the light ain't flickered since I've been in the room. God, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry for your loss too. That's, that sucks, man. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's like, but I take it that those who cross over are here to just be protectors in a different way. Like, they're still here with us. They're just not physically here. Yeah, yeah. That's just how I feel. That's what I had to come to raps with about my brother. You know, it's like, you know, maybe because it feels, it's so sudden and it's so fast that, and then what they say is that when you don't feel your purpose, you come back. Yep. You know, so when you don't, so it's like, um, you know, so he could have done that in the, in the, in the soul world, you know, or the art, you know, ancestors said, listen, man, you're not, listen, that, that physical body not working, man. You got, that shit got diabetes, that shit got all types of shit going on with it, man. We're going to find you another body, you know what I'm saying? So you was a good spirit and you didn't finish your purpose. Go back, go back there and help these yes. people. Yes. Help your people. Help yes. Them, yes. 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 That's why we're all, it's a certain thing about. The 1990 babies, right? It's something about that year. It's something about our time here. Yes, it's all been kind of crazy, you know. Yes, and uh, and I think we all were sent in the same capsules, you know. Same yes. time, you know, it's from the same same time, same spirit world. We all kind of knew each other the whole time and everything. Like I, I believe, I believe it. I believe it too, believe because it. that was the year of the bunny, and the year of the bunny. Everybody knows bunnies reproduce, so it's like. We literally were a reproduction of our parents, but we had so much more in store. Like, it was literally on some babies because, like, we don't die, we multiply type shit. Like, because we were literally, let's think about it, in the age of technology, we bridged the gap of we know what it is to not have it, we know what it is to have it. And then now we're in a space where we're like, well, damn, remember when we used to have to pass notes in class or have to have an away message? You had to call before y'all met up to say, hey, I'm about to leave the crib because you couldn't use your phone after nine. Like, that type of stuff. So it was like we were able to also break the curse and be like, okay, this ain't working on the family tree. It's going to probably take me to break the generational curses because this this ain't working for me. So if I know if it ain't working for me, it probably ain't work for y'all, but y'all not going to speak up about it. But I am. And then we were also the last decade before a whole nother century, the 21st century. So we the last of the 20th yep. century. Yep. So those last, those, those 10 years, you was born, and I, and I don't want to even give those people. I, like, listen, you was born after '95. Like, you don't even. Yeah. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I got a little five years span on that. Like, cause even when you talk, cause I'm I'm 33, so somebody that was born in '95 is 28, right? So when you have a con, I think, or 27. No, they'll be 28 this year. You right? Right. So when you have that conversation with them, it's like, 
what? It's like we're not even on the same page. Right. That's not that's not too far. I have a younger brother. He's born in 1994, and I could vibe with him. One, maybe because that's my brother, so it could be like you know, you know. Just that connection. But he's just like he's not just like these, but he's the same age as that group, and right. he's not like them. His mind is open, you know, to right. stuff that we talk about, right. how we think, and all that. So I said, okay, you're one of you're one, you're a special one. You know, you're one of, that's why I said the cutoff is about 94, 95. Yeah. Where now after that, like, y'all don't really know what's going on. They're Gen Z. Y'all are lost. Y'all are Gen Z. This is Generation Z. I'm putting them with the 2000s. Which is the Gen uh, Gen Alpha, the Gen Alpha generation. We ain't, we doing them either. That's what I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, y'all the Tide Pod generation, which means y'all do stupid stuff for for visibility just to be seen. But like, what's the long, long result of all the stupidity? Like, what is the end reward? What is the end reward? I said, and nonetheless, y'all wouldn't even y'all didn't even get to experience what it was when you really when the whole world really thought it was gonna shut down on January first, two thousand. The whole world literally thought it was gonna be end over. Y'all didn't experience that. Y'all didn't have the culture. Y'all didn't have the '90s black sitcoms and TV shows. And I think somebody said it best since we are talking about daughters. But somebody said on TikTok they was like, "Yo, the kids this generation don't really get to be kids." She was like, y'all remember in the 90s, we had stores like Limited to Justice, you know, um, Against All Odds. We had all these shows that were dedicated to us to be kids. But they literally go from baby clothes to literally, uh, they have clothes that look like our clothes. So there's no in between for them to feel like kids, which is why they kind of rush to be adults because they don't have that common medium like we did. They're not building stores for kids. Like this thing, cell phones. Video games, all that shit happened around us. Right, it happened around us. Like, we watched. Blo- we went from Blockbuster, Rewind the Tape before you return it to now. Like, oh, we're wearing using Netflix. What about Redbox? See, like, yo, they don't even Redbox know Redbox too. They don't even know about. They don't know about Nextel chirps either. How you literally probably used to have two phones back in the day because you had one for chirp because it was instant, like pretty much walkie talkie, and you also have one for like actual phone calls. Sidekicks. They don't know about AIM. I'm just yo. Look, when I when I go, when I like to put my email or something, I got AOL. I'm like, me too. Don't kill me for the AOL. They like, what's AOL? It's like, really? It's like they don't know about AOL. They don't know about AIM. Like you said, they don't know. I you just put me, you brought me back with away messages and all that. You just brought me back. Yo, brought me back. You had to let somebody know, like, yo, I'm about to leave my crib. Well, it takes me about 11 minutes, 10 minutes to get to the gal. Ayana's there already. She only five minutes. So, like, if I leave now and call, tell her I'm leaving now, she'll leave in about five minutes, and we'll just meet up at the food court. Like, niggas really used to have to say that because there's no such thing as a text message, bro. Yeah, you know. right. Or back in the right. day when you wanted to talk to somebody, you used to write notes and have somebody pass it. Like, let's say you in B building, I'm in A building. I'm trying to get you a note. Well, yo, Andrew, you about to leave classroom. You about to go to B building. You go to B building. Put this by Sean because he has so and so in so and so classroom. Like that was your text messaging. That ass, though. But that ass, that ass. Wow. I mean, you know, I went to Rochambeau a little different, but but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like you get the moment. Like you really used to have to write notes. Like niggas didn't get chances. Chances to just text like, oh, let me just text in the middle of the class. And MapQuest, you had to print out the instructions. There was no damn GPS. You was the GPS. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you missed that fucking turn? You better hope. What? You missed that fucking... Your mom missed that turn? It's your ass because the, the directions are for her to be on track. So now you pretty much just threw her off. 
And ain't no rerouting. Nick, and that's why I'm like, yo, this generation, I just feel is so crucial because everything is for for show. Like, nothing is kept intimate. Nothing. And I'm not saying, you know, people can do what they want, but I feel like literally it's just instant gratification. That's what Instagram is. It's instant gratification. So I just feel like it's warped minds and realities of what what they expect it to be in reality. It's not, I'm like, yo, I don't know nobody who was in their 20s back in the 90s or 80s trying to buy a house unless they was married. I don't know nobody over here trying to buy cars and stuff unless they was drug dealers back in the 90s. Like, nobody's driving no Benz just to drive a Benz unless you was a drug dealer. That's how niggas knew you was drug dealers. Like, this wasn't a luxury car, bro. Yep. Now buying a Benz is nothing. You don't got a Benz. You look crazy. Bro. Right! You, look crazy. you don't got a BBL. You look crazy. Yeah, yeah. For real. For real. Yo, listen. We ain't even talking about it all the time. Like, but she's different. Like, I feel like a woman in her 30s. She had three babies. You want to go do a little shape up. I, I, I can look at that a little bit differently than a girl that's 21. That body hasn't even really been formed yet. Already talking about going to Dr. Miami to get a bigger butt or a bigger breast. Right. That's kind of crazy. It's beyond crazy that's, because that's, that's crazy. you trying to get a body, like you said, a body done that's not fully developed. And whole time, your mind still got four or five more years before your brain is fully developed. So the decision you making right now, you probably not going to want to like four or five years down the road. When your brain is finally settled and cemented to where it's supposed to be. That's why when people be like, you be trying to go in on people after 95, I'm like, no, I'm not trying to go in. But anybody under the age, first of all, I feel like personally 25 is like the midpoint. So it's like you're young enough to know, young enough to not get a fuck, give a fuck, but old enough to know better. So you're going you gonna to do, but you're going to, you know, cross the line. But, you know, it's not so much repercussion because you're, you're young, wild and free. But I feel like 25 is kind of when you had the point of, damn, I'm getting older. So what am I doing now that I don't want to be doing five years from now that I know ain't going to be worth shit? Like now you think about long term and short term. So what's this about to happen? Then I feel like once you hit that 29, 30 age, that's the that's the time warp. That's the Saturn. That's the, the whole shit switching. This ain't for me. This this is how my gut feel around this. I got to leave that alone. This is what's for me. I'm going to move this way. I got to isolate because it's not it. Well, what's my self-care? Did I take time for myself today? Because social media is giving a false reality of what it is in your 30s. But whole time, like, this is, I'm not trying to go out to the club every night. You got one day out the week, I'm going to be out between Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Pick a day because I'm not doing a whole weekend. Like, it's stuff like that where it's just like you find more peace with yourself than to be around everybody else just to block out that loud white noise that you always had between your whole 20s. So now you want to address your inner child. You want to address, do the shadow work. You want to be able to not just, you know, comprehend to understand, but actually implement and then pass it down to further generations. I'm with you. I'm with you. We with we, we listen. I, maybe, maybe it's maybe I need to maybe I need to be with you on the podcast. Maybe it's me. Maybe it is you. Maybe I need to step up and, and, and step up on my on my on my on my duties, man. It would be involved. Yeah, would be. I mean, you leave you far though. Like, like, how would you want to do it? Like, would you want, like, a studio type spot? Or would you See, and that's what I've been trying to talk. See, we're going to have to talk. We're going to have to talk. Because I literally was just telling Angel this. Like, buying more equipment. And I'm like, yo, I want to actually do, like, a studio spot. Like, where the podcast recording, like, a studio. And it's just a, a bounce off in, like, real room, real time energy. Right. I, I see, like, that's what I would want to do. Not saying that, like, you know, like this or, like, Zoom or anything. Like, you know, that's dope, too. But I feel like... Because eventually you want to invite people to your Exactly. Space, right? Exactly. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. Because I think we might be on the same page with this. We might be on the same page. I feel it. 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 I feel it
yo, I'm like, yo, listen, man, because I, I, I think I would be, I would be with a female than a male. I mean, I think I would fit anywhere. Right. A lot, of, lot, a lot to say. Um, but I think with a female, I would be able to kind of build more. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I kind of could. I could be in my. I could be a man. Right. right. Like I feel like I could be a man. I could be masculine and feminine. I could be both. I feel like two men or three men panel. It's a lot of masculine energy. Yes. Kind of like, and then it's the one guy. It's like, nah. Well, females are not. Look at him this way, and it's like, right. Well, this guy's a sip, man. Who's this guy, man? Right. It's toxic masculinity. Yeah, I'd rather it be. I'd rather be with a woman doing it because then the conversation is different. And with you, like someone like you, we could have a sports day. Right. About sports. And you can fluently talk about sports. Right. And I could, you know, that day it could be, or we could, whatever it is, you can, you can, you can cover every topic. Right. And that's what you need. You need somebody who's open. And has like experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you like, you know, you go sign your contracts and <laughs> you know, I got you. I got you. I got you. Call my, call my agent. Yeah, she'll, 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 uh, she gonna settle. She got you. She gonna see what's on on the calendar to have conversation to have a meeting. She'll, she'll look over the. Oh, that, no, 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 that's my publicist. That's 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 Lonnie. You know, yeah, I'm gonna have to talk. I'm gonna have to talk to her. Cause, you know, that's your that's your talent manager or whatever. You know, your talent agent. Yeah, yeah. Your talent agent. We're gonna have to talk to her about it. So I mean that's fine. You know, I got you. But now nah, I definitely would be down for it. But yes, okay, so since we're here, we're here about daughters, and you are a girl dad. So let's, you know, let's tap into this. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know you got a lot. I feel like I wanted you on here particularly because my dad is a girl dad and he has three girls, but it's opposite of you, where the two oldest are literally like a year and some change apart, and I'm the youngest who is like a little bit more distance in age gap. So, like, I was, like, to get this perspective from Sean, especially because he's a millennial dad, and, you know, most people are dads, but they're not full-time or active in the household, you know what I'm saying, with a two-parent home. So, that's another perspective. On top of that, like, you real on, like, you're really a girl's dad. Like, your daughters are obsessed with you, period. So, I'm like, nah, I need Sean on this. The Sean is the only one I would trust to have a conversation, and it'd be a real conversation, not no fluff piece. No, 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 no. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna talk. We gonna talk. <laughs> we gonna talk. There's no, yeah. There's no, uh, because I have, you know, I have both. I have both sides. Right. I, 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 I'm not the average, uh, dad of this era. So I would, and I definitely hold myself up, you know, up that high. I don't think a lot of dads like me. Heck no. Heck no. And then you come from an all boy family. That balance, and I my mom. You know, it's so funny. My mom got my mom got like I want to say like twelve brothers. She only has one sister. So my mom is masculine. My dad has two brothers, but but two brothers and two sisters. Mm. My dad has that balance. My dad, but he was but he was raised with his two sisters, right? Right. Has that? He got both, right? He got, he, he could be, he had to be masculine, you know, born in the 50s and the 60s and all that. You gotta be, you know, black power, 
that, right? But you have that balance too because of your sisters. Right. Two little sisters, two little girls, you know? So he didn't raise them out, but, you know, his parents were there, my grandparents were there. But having that balance and then having someone like my mom, which is she's an excellent female, you get a little bit of everything growing up. Right. Right. Um, Both ends of the spectrum. Yes, a masculine man and a masculine female woman. And my dad is more hugging, kiss, I love than my mom. Feminine energy. My mom, exactly. So my dad has both. You know what I'm saying? My mom, she has them. Obviously, she has feminine. She can love them. You can go through the womanly, you know, structure. You know, much much any woman, right? But. She has something different with her. And I think it's the brothers and being around a lot of lot of masculine, you know, energy and that, you know. So it's a different thing. It's a different thing. But I think that balance has made me a a, a hell of a father, you know. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I be just looking at my goddaughter and my nieces like, damn, y'all fire for this. We trying, we trying, we definitely trying. Definitely, definitely. I'm not and then you know the, the the whole the whole thing of having sons, right? I didn't want sons, right? I didn't want that. I was good. I was good off of it, right? You know, I'm I'm good, and I wanted I wanted you know once I had a daughter, I'm like, and you know we all as men, all men know they sitting there praying. I pray it's a boy. I pray it's a boy, and then I have a daughter, right? But she's everything I could ever imagine my child to be. Right. You know what? Like, I'm not, it's not really about, and then all my brothers have daughters. I only have one nephew. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody's girls. So it's like, okay, we, this is what we're breeding right now, you know? And then look to wait, then there's seven years to have my next kid, and it's a girl. It's Liberty. It's a girl. I'm not, uh, this is, this is what I'm breeding. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm breeding. I'm, I'm supposed to be uh, finding my purpose and bettering these strong black women for now so they can be everything that their dad and their mom wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I'm focused on right now. I can easily take my son, three sons, come on, get up, let's go to the court, let's lift the weight, push up, come on. Nah. Listen, I do that with, with, with Leilani now, and my etiquette is different. It's a different approach towards it rather than just come on, get get, get together, get up, come on, you're a man. It's like I gotta be gentle, right? I can be more. I can be gentle. I can be strong. I can be hard on her, and then I can always get that. I can always keep my empathy levels even, right? It's a female. I'm gonna say that it it can be male or female, but it's a little different when it's your son and your daughter. I say, damn, yo, you could have did this. And I say, but you know what? We're going to keep working on it, though. Not saying I'm being soft for her. It's just, it's something about it. It's the like, delivery is different. My, yeah, I can be my full self with my daughters. Right. With my son, I will be the soldier as drill sergeant. Everything I did not do, um, excuse my, 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 my language. Everything I did not do, you will do. Because you're my son. You are the, 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 the heir to the throne. 
Right. Right. You know, I be looking like moms can't wait for their daughters to get older so they can hang out together. Listen, it'd be a vibe. I know it'd be a vibe because I be vibing with Jackie. Shout out to Jackie. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. So it's dope to see Angel like, oh, me and Ronnie gonna go get you know bubble tea together, whatever they do together as, as, as you know females, right? And it's like, okay, well, I'll be here, you know, with them, training them, you know, and doing my thing with them, you know, with the two younger ones because I'm, I'm cool with it. You know, I'm cool with it, you know, and it's, it's, it's better. I, I wouldn't trade it in, you know? I, I can imagine. I, I wouldn't have three sons. I, I, don't, I wouldn't want three sons. I couldn't you know, see you with three sons for some reason. I couldn't. I would be too, I would be, an, I would be, I would be an asshole. Cause you would vicariously want to live through them and pretty much be more of a militant than it is of a fathering kind of figure or fathering nurturing type of energy is what they would need. Cause I feel like it will end up in resentment later down the line. Like, yeah, my dad was like this. He was an asshole. Cause that's what you hear from a lot of dudes who like were raised by dads or like juniors and stuff. They was like, yo, my dad was so militant, but he never let me tap into my emotions. Like I always had to man up. But at the same token, I was, when I got in relationships with females, I thought I had to handle it the same way and play these games. But she's like, I'm just trying to understand you and what's your emotional level. Like I ain't trying to do all of that. Like that's what your dad did, but I'm not him. Like, and that's not the proper way that he should have loved you because now you feel like you have to overcompensate. In too many ways. That's why we got these toxic ass podcasts now. Niggas trying to overcompensate for shit that is like you're not your pops, bro. You're supposed to you're supposed to learn from his mistakes to do otherwise. And I think that's what I can commend. You're like I'm raising these queens. It's like my dad. He wasn't 100 percent the best dad, girl dad. But a lot of what I seen in him when I ended up dating, I'm like my dad has these qualities, but there's also some of these flaws. And I'm like I don't want to. I don't want that in a man because that's a little too toxic for me. Like. Love you, dad, because you're who you're who you are. But when I get somebody like when girls are like, oh, I match my who's just like my dad. I'm not doing that unless he's an example of a man where there's like not that much. Yeah, but him is like nah. I want somebody better than him. I know the blueprint, but I want the final copy like that can exceed what he's already provided. Yep, yep, yep. And then and then I want them to. I think it's. I think it's easier to teach, in a sense, a woman how to, I guess, figure it out when it comes to relations. I feel like they're more open-minded. Women are more open-minded to these things. Mm-hmm. Especially like little girls. Little girls, they they, they, they want to be in love. You know, they, they just want to, they want the happy part of it, you know? And then they get with the guy or the or the guy, right? Or whoever they with. But they get with the person that they choose to date. And they say... And that person might not be balanced. They might have a broken home. Mm-hmm. Not understanding. Now that messes you up. You're 15 years old. You don't know what, what you just want the happiness. You want the love. You want the, 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 the part that you see about your parents, right? But then you get with that person and they don't have that. And they ruin it for you. Oh. Oh, you talking right now, Sean. You talking right now. It's ruined. It's like ruined until you find someone that understands it, that gets it, and says, nah, I'm going to take my time with you. I'm going to teach you how you're supposed to be treated. And in a sense, try to help you learn how to treat me. Or a, or a male, you know what I'm saying? Or yes. A man or whoever it is, you know? It's, it's, I think, 
I think it gets ruined. Little little boys ruined. I don't want to be so direct about it. No, it's be direct. Of- this is called just be real. We're going to be real about it. Be real about it. Off the rip. I feel like little girls want to do the right thing, right? How many little girls we know or young ladies have babies at 15 years old? Mm, too many. How many baby kids have a, a boy, that same boy that had the baby with her, is in jail for the rest of his life? Mm, no couple. It's a different thing. You know, to me, to me, to me. I don't want to be... Because it's the daddy complex. The daddy complex comes into play. Exactly. And I have mommy issues. I tell you this all the time. My mom, like I tell you, my mom's hard nose. You know? So now it's like, nah, I just... Now as a man, I'm I'm going to love somebody the right way. Even if I even if I mess up. Right. I'm going to make sure I love this. Even if I get upset. Even if it don't work. I'm going to love this person. I'm going to try to love this person the right way because I got mommy issues. A lot of girls be having daddy issues. Yes. You know? So they get... They, they, they are masculine to their men. They and they're... The and they're promiscuous too most of the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now we don't need that. We don't... So for me, as a father raising black girl, little black girls or little, little women, I'm going to... I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna now. I'm gonna embrace this because they're gonna change the complexity of how it's supposed to be, you know, for 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 this little black boy. Because my daughter gonna be strong enough, like, nah, bro, I get what you're going through. My dad is, get up. This is what you gotta do. I want my daughters to be able to teach. Yes. Sometimes, right? Is you looking for that that wise woman to help you? Right. Right. I'm glad you said that because listen, a lot of dudes out here looking for their mothers and they and they partners, and it's like, baby, yeah, that's, that's not my the, job. And, and you ruin a relationship, and you ruin the woman, and the woman, and the woman, the woman, the, the woman despises. Uh, hold on, I'm so sorry. Um, the woman despises. Uh, Right. Nah, it's a fact because it's like you expect your mother, and then that's another thing too. But also, that's a look. We can go even further in another conversation of where there's more pressure placed on a daughter if they're raised by just a mother than it is one placed on a mother raising a son by herself. Because more of a son, because they're like, my son's a black man, the world's dramatically against him, I gotta protect him at all costs. And they treat, a lot of women treat their sons like they man. And then they become mama's boys for real, where, like you said, they look for their mother in another woman because that's what their mother is doing the whole time. Let a woman have a daughter. It's like how you said you would be with a son. It's scrutiny. It's constant uh, belittling. It's constant. You got to do this. You got to do that because you're an heir to my throne. Some of them are like that. Like, I know old school. My mom's like that. Like, she's real on some. Don't embarrass me because you're you're a representation of me and you're an extension of me. So what you do reflects me type of situation. But it's like. In reality, I'm my own woman. So you're you, I'm me. So when people are like, oh, you're Jackie's daughter. I'm like, I'm Jessica. Nice to meet you. Because don't just categorize me with her. Like, I don't have my own identity. Respect me as who I am as a woman. Yes, she's my mother, but I am not her and she is not me because I know a lot of things. My mom being a baby boomer, 
You're in a generation where you're seen and not heard and you're pretty much told, shut the fuck up, sit here, do what I say, not as I do, and that's the end. You're the reason why I'm having podcasts breaking generational curses because no, not what happens in this house stays in this house because there's a lot of us going through it and everybody feels alone where y'all talking about suicide, such a, a big thing in black culture because we're not talking about it because nobody feels comfortable enough to talk about it because I saying this is some white people shit. Whole time, it's an everybody type shit. They get our community. Exactly. Because Suicide is not just hanging yourself. Exactly. Suicide is overdose. All of that stuff is suicide. To me, when you're taking drugs that kill you, you are committing suicide every single time. You're just, it might not happen that time. There's a lot of people that attempt suicide that it doesn't go through the first time. They might not get it. Oh, I know. I've tried you know four. What I'm trying to say? I've tried four times. So, oh, man. Hey, I, look, listen, man. It's there. It's there for me, you know what I'm saying? It's been there, it's a thought, you know, sometimes when you go through things. Right. But I just, I, uh, I think I'm too scared to not see what I could be. Right. And that's valid, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm too scared to say, damn, but if I do this, what was I going to, I might not know. You know what I'm saying? I right. might never know what I was going to be. So it's like, I kind of want to see my progress. I want to see how my brain develops. I want to see how things happen, you know? So I think the fight is worth it, you know? Right. To see your your success, you know, if you've never seen any, you know? So I just, no. And, and I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I think about it. Not now, but I have. And my brother, what he did, basically committed suicide recently. Um, That's not even a... A thought of mine anymore, you know? Yo, it, just, it takes... done to my family is just... I mean, yo, people don't get that part. I'm like, yo, it's y'all say suicide. I said, but it's not until you have to live and experience it from the person who has to deal with the person who's committed it. Life still happens after you leave, and those people are now left having to live life without you in it. So it's like you really just altered it and just pretty much like altered time because it really wasn't your time. But like it might have been your time just for you to feel like that. But like life still happens once you're gone. Like, And I tell people, I'm like, yo, my homegirl did it and she did it in 2019 and she's when to stop me. So when she did it at that point, I'm like, I can't even look at life because this shit is an unbearable pain because it's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm still living life without you, but I know you're supposed to be here. So it's like. I can alter and change and go with what life is taking me, but it's more so of I can even sit here and even take the fact of wanting to do it because it causes so much. Like people are still going to hurt once you're gone. You get your relief, but people are going to still be hurting and it's going to be forever. Like it's never going to change. So I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't do that. I'm like, yo, there's so, like you said, there's so much I want to see and know about. And I feel like that'd be an insult to the person who has done it who's probably like, I wanted to be, maybe you might have been the awareness. I don't fucking know. But it's like, I would never want to let that person down now, even though they're watching over me as an angel. Like, I would never want to let that person down and just be like, I'm going to just cop out to it and be looking at you like, nigga, what the fuck was I as an example for? Like, live it out for both of us. Continue our both of our legacy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> this shit be wild. And my friends are like, I don't get how you can. I'm like, listen, you don't, you won't understand until it's somebody you personally know that's close that it shifts everything. Like you don't look at shit the same. It literally is an eye opening, a tragically eye opening experience. Well, I'm not listening. Change my family, change my life, change everything about me. You know, because you don't, you don't. 
those doors are always gonna be those doors are open because you don't know the you don't know that you don't have answers. Right. If someone gets sick, you get it, right? Uh, you know, things happen. People get shot, people car accidents, all types of stuff. But suicide is a is a is a is a it's a undying thing. It doesn't die in you. You know what I'm saying? The person passed away, but it doesn't die in us. Right. We never forget it. Because we don't have answers. We don't know why. Why? What's wrong? I just seen you yesterday. What the hell happened today? Right. It's like that. It's, that's how fast it's happening. So, it's a very difficult situation. But, hey, I'm, listen, we got to talk about it. got to talk about all these things. But it's I'm, necessary. I'm with it. I'm with, I'm with, about, I'm with it all. I'm with it. My, my biggest thing right now is food. No, like they have tainted our Yo, pescatarian life ain't bad. Trust me, it's not bad at all. We're there. We're like, you know, we always play with it. We know we eat a little. We don't do anything past, like, well, at least me. So, you know, the kids might need different nutrients and stuff like that, but you don't know what they're giving you anyway. Right. I, I eat chicken. You know, I keep a chicken, you know, but, and, I, and we have salmon, you know, but I don't really eat seafood. So it's like, I can't really. It's like, no, bro, the world is designed, at least for me. And my appetite, what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm supposed to be eating fruit and drinking juices and just, I, that's a whole, we can, that's a whole nother saga. Like, we can, yeah. I'd rather, rather sit down with you and talk about that and what I've obtained and, and, and information I've, I've obtained about it and we can just build on it from there. Heck yeah. I don't want to, you know, kill, your, kill, kill your day with it because we can, this is two, that's two more hours. <laughs> that's a fact. That's facts. But, like, what do you feel for you, like, brings pride and joy to be a girl dad? Like, because you know you're the first love. You're always their first love. Damn. I would say... I would say their happiness. Mm. Their happiness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the 
did, what rap, what what Donnie did, what just the heavy comes right behind them. And yeah, it's just those three people appreciate me more than anybody in this world. They think I'm the best person in the world. And that ain't gonna change. I know it's not gonna change. So, what do you feel are like stereotypes that are perpetuated by Black millennial dads, which definitely separate you from the pack? Because I feel like they're trying to group all y'all together, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. It may be most, but it's not all. Relax with that. Most, some, and few. Y'all don't. Y'all ain't learned that in elementary school. Go ahead. They do group us all together, right? But I think I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like stereotypes where they try to group all black dads is they're only there as weekend dads. They don't do much. They'll show up, but they don't really, I guess, you know, truly support. Um that kind of situation i'm like nah that's not a, a lot of them will be going to ballet class with their daughters doing ballet with them and not knowing having a damn thing about it going to basketball games getting prepared taking them to girl scouts having daddy daughter dates regularly so she can understand what it is to just know what it feels to be embraced by a man the proper way learning chivalry like i don't i'm like whoa i don't know what kind of dad you looking at but the ones i know ain't doing that So it's different for you because you really can't speak on what you don't really. It's so difficult. Yeah, I don't want to. It's so difficult. Because it's like you don't want to touch something. That perspective, I would, we would have to go into relations. I feel like that. I feel like it would it have to be relationship based on that. Okay. That's respect, though. That's valid. That's valid, though. That's a valid point. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? I don't want to understand right. something that I don't, I don't do. Right. right. It's because a woman. Strictly from a, a, the, the perspective of women that have been through it. Right. I don't want to say women, right? Because you don't want to you don't want to put it off a bro, but we want to say the women that have been with men that maybe didn't do everything correctly. That part. Okay. That's valid. Right. We're trying to we're trying now they're trying to fight back through the kid, which we know that leads to child support and all the you know, all that stuff, that nasty stuff. 
think those stereotypes only stem from bad relationships. You know, that this that's just my personal. Opinion. No, I agree with you though. It's not like you lying because that that's factual. That's factual. Angel, Angel, if we broke up right now, uh, she wouldn't be able to stereotype me. Only if all the things I've been doing, I stopped doing because I'm not with her. Mm. It's all situational. It's right. situational based off the relationship status, you know? And we're, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, you, you know it's just it's just a weird energy, you know? With right. Stereotypes for, 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 for black guys or... Shit, yeah, you're right because it's the black guys. Not really, you know, that's me, or in a situation that I'm in, but it's also good for a topic. Yeah. That's a topic right there. It is. That's a topic question right there where you can really build some, you can get some, you can, you can, you can get some real work out of that, just that one topic. Yeah. You can just break down every single stereotype and why it got, why we made the stereotype. Why is it even clear? That part. That part. That part. But you can talk about being a girl dad and how, like, Kobe is pretty much, like, slated at the top of the top for being girl dad because, you know, he had four girls. So it wasn't until after his passing it became, like, because, you know, back in the day, you having daughters as a male was not, like, the thing praised to be. Like, it was more so like, okay, you got a bunch of daughters. Good luck with you. Uh, But you got a bunch of sons. It's another situation. So, like, now that it's a praise type of thing... What do you feel like? How does how does that make you feel like that girl dad literally is now like a hashtag? Like it's pride and joy to being a girl dad. Uh, for the record, you know, I, was a, I was a girl dad before Kobe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even though Gigi older than Leilani, I was doing it before Kobe wasn't publicizing it like that. You feel me? I've been doing this. You did? Yo, I said, yo, labor, labor room and all. I got pics with all my kids in the labor room. I seen all of them come out, all of that. But we going, but that's, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know rest in peace, Cole. You know, that's my guy. But, you know, um, um, I think it was a stigma, right? You got to have a son. The junior.
making his girl, I mean his daughter, the next Kobe, but in a girl version. Mambasita, Mambasita. You know what I'm trying to say? So I feel like God's been doing that. As you can see, I'm like I told you, like I got 11 year old. I got a niece that I got two nieces that's 11, and so it's three. It's three of them: Leilani, Kyla, and Riley. And my brothers, we're all girl dads. We all go to everything. We go to daddy daughter dances. We do all that. We've been doing it. But I think it stems a lot from our mother. She's not gonna let us be bad fathers, right? You know. And I think it's a thing. I think it's a thing that, that that's another thing. I think us being girl dads, we challenge other men. Mmm, in a healthy way. In a healthy way. Look, damn. It's almost like, look at, oh, damn. You say, got her the Jordans? I gotta get her the Jordans next week. It's, it's a competitive nature now. It's not like my son's better than your son. It's, oh, man, his daughter, he's, he's better with his daughter than me. Right. Right. Yes, talk about it. Girl power. So you promote the girl power, but you also say, damn, I got to step my, my ish up. Because, homie, I do it all the time. I go to the gym with Leilani, and there's a girl in there that might could dribble better now a little bit, shoot better now. I'm automatically like, I'm not mad at that girl. I'm not mad at the, 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 the father. I'm mad at myself. I'm failing my daughter right now. Mind you, a lot of sons, man, go out there, man, and go get the shots up, man. Go ahead. Man, I told you what to do. Right. I'll be out there directing drill sergeant. But my daughter's like, nah. Yesterday, we watched the slam dunk contest and the three-book contest together. Oh. Like, yo, show the 360. Like, she's, it'd be different with my son. It'd be like, see that, dog? You're going to have to be able to do that in three years. Right. It's the pressure. The pressure. Yes, my daughter's not the next Candace Parker. But Parker and LeBron, they gonna they embrace their counterparts a little bit different to me. Exactly, because you see Bronny trying to pretty much he trying he not trying to retire until Bronny hit the like Candace Parker got a daughter. I don't I don't know if her daughter's good or if she plays ball, she even cares about it. Right. You might hear her name eventually, but I don't think she's pushing her daughter because she's like my daughter dances. You know how girls. My daughter does ballet and she she sings and right. She plays the, that's how my Leilani does art. She plays trombone. She's in the chorus. She plays soccer. This is this is this ain't no little boy that I can say, man, you gonna play football and you gonna get out there. No, nah, this is my daughter. Where this this, this shit. Twenty years from now, my daughter running for president. This right. is where the world's going. We, 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 that's why I would never treat my three girls for my three, for three boys. I, I got future. I got the future in my hands. I don't got the every day. We know a man is going to run the world. No, I got one of these girls that I got could be running the world. Realistically. That's you know, a fact. My tutelage and me being that girl dad, me seeing someone like Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Me seeing someone like, yo, dad. And that's and 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 to say that the fact that you said that, I, it's like you almost wrecked my mind because when I started seeing him with his daughter, I said that's gonna be me and my mom. <laughs> like, that, wow. Oh, I gotta start teaching her. I think they're the same age. 
Jeezy and Lil Nori now, because she was 13, 14. Yeah. So she like... Like two or three years older than like... Yeah. So I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm going to get her right. We're going to start. And that's what I did. That's what I did. Now she's playing and everybody's like asking about her and they're interested. And so it's like, I'm like, all right, well, you know, damn. And then I told something to myself. You can do that shit, yo. I can apply myself to to something, you know? It's infinitable. Of course, and I think that's that's a dope thing, and I think it's always a dope aspect too when you have dads like you. Because I know for me growing up with a girl dad, my dad was he wanted he wanted all boys, but he got all girls, and he was like, "I'm a rock with it." But I think with my older sisters, but he finally was like, "I think the third time was a charm." And I'm not saying it because I'm a baby, but it was more so like he let me tap in my divine masculine and divine feminine, which is why I am the way I am today. Like. He was more of the emotional one. And my mom, like you said, was more masculine. So it was more so my grandfather's in the military. So he was very militant and had structure and had this. And my grandma's from the South. Where my dad was more so on some, I see you got feelings. That's cool. As long as you cool, it's whatever. Whatever you want to do, I'm with it. So like he be in the driveway working on cars. I'm out there with him under the hood working on cars. Like, oh, daddy, what's this? Oh, that's a serpentine belt. Oh, that's a pulley. Oh, so make sure you always check this and make sure you have your coolant in your reservoir and blah, blah, blah. So the basic stuff that you would teach a son, my dad was like, I'm not limiting my daughter to this to make her think she got to be in the kitchen. Like, come with me under this hood. Go get you some coveralls. and like, let me show you what this is so that as you get older, no nigga can kind of jump, try to jip you for what you don't need to know. Like, so when this gets loose, pay attention to this. Or like, I'm one of my dad's like, I'm going fishing. I'm going to go fishing with you. Like learning how to fish and playing horseshoes and the stuff that you normally don't teach a daughter, my dad gave me that experience. So when a lot of comes around, people come out, I'm like, yo, they're like, this is what you got in your car? Like, most females' cars are dirty. You got freaking coolant, distilled water, jumper cables, shit that niggas carry in their car. Like, and even some niggas don't even carry this. Don't even know how to change a tire or even have, like, air pressure pumps in their car. Like, so this is different. I'm like, yeah, because my dad made sure I was balanced. So I'm not your average female. But I respect it because I can see now what it if if I were to like you know like you're trying to strive for what it looks like when you have balance of masculine and, and feminine. It, it just works. It works. And like you said, we're more open to learning. Yeah. So, so I'm just trying to be better. I'm trying to be better. That's it. I'm not trying to be better. She's trying to add to the, to the world. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to teach her how to make her own world. Exactly. She's going to understand. She's going to understand it. Period. So, Sean, do you have any, like, advice for people out there? Any girl dads? Any advice? You want to share any nuggets that you live by on a daily day that you get you through, you know, on your daily as a dad? Uh, I was thinking some earplugs. <laughs> I was singing, man. You never know, you know. So, but, uh, and be more, more, be open minded to the world. Mm. You know, because women we are pushing women to the forefront, as we all should be, as a as, as, as a as a unit, uh, we should be pushing our women 
you know, further into the forefront with with the men. So you know, in in, in essence, um, I would just say that consistency, just being consistent with your kids, speaking to them at all times, you know, just talking to them, just being there, trying to be a trying to be a friend, but having that balance of friendship and, and, and parentship. Exactly. You know, um, knowing that they don't. Making them feel like they don't have to go to the school social worker or, or any of that stuff. Or social media more than anything. Any of that. Any of that. Or, 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 or being around bad people, doing bad things to get attention and stuff like that. I would say stay consistent. Have a plan, you know, for your, for your children. Somehow, some way. Plan things that you might want for them. And let them, it's kind of like lay out like a, lay out like a, how do I want to say it, like a, lay out like the, lay out like the big print of the syllabus and let them fill out all the details. Mm. So I would say, you know, growth or, you know, the, you know, four or five, you know, deep, dark, not dark, but deep things that you want for your kids and let them fill out. Those details. The intricate details, the specifics yeah, like of what it tail. So to make sure that it's tailored to them. Yeah. So if I say I want you to be, I want you to be, I want you to be uh, consistent and smart. Let them build what they believe is consistent. Exactly. Believe is smart, right? And then we, we, we go over it. Right? We review these things, right, with this person, right, to build the best person out of these situations because they're going to make mistakes. But if you have the same points in for them, they're going to fill out all the details in it, and they're going to show you, right? And you'll be able to kind of come together, substitute certain things for these. Like maybe you should have, maybe less social media and more book reading. Yes. You know, stuff like that, you know, just kind of, Building the syllabus for them, but just letting them have the details in it, you know? Right. So that's that's what I You pretty do. much just want to get, like, building the house. I'll give you the foundation. All the other details, the interior decoration, that's all you. I'm going to just help you build a foundation. Yep, yep. And then what we'll do is every few, you know, for a person, it could be a few months, children, it's probably every few weeks. You got to go and review. You got to roll the goal, but damn, you put the windows in right for the household. So right. Put the windows in correctly is there a leaking is the bathroom running right is that you know like that part you know so that's how i would uh, i envision it for myself or i would want it to envision that's how i want to if i wrote a book that's how i would want to describe it to someone you, know, you have to kind of have like a game plan for your child and what you want for them and then kind of let them fill in the blanks i respect it I respect it. Yo, this conversation was so dope, yo. I appreciate you. It's rare I get conversations that literally the person matches me on the, the educational level of, like, keeping the conversation flowing. Like... Hey, nah, we can talk. I can talk, man. But <laughs> well, you know what the thing is? I'm really about the conversation. You know, I'm, I'm not... I'm informative, right? So, I, like, I'm... I'm I don't know. I, I read a lot. I watch a lot of videos. I do a lot of research for these things. I always have. You can ask my dad. I used to read the Almanac when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Sports Almanac. So I knew 
I've been statistical. I'm a number guy. I'm a I'm a counter. I'm a you know what I'm saying? I'm not big on like y'all gotta test tomorrow, I gotta study. I'm not big on that. I'm that's not my thing. If you test me, I might fail. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's me. don't want their their enlightenment of life to be diminished by false false realities. I want them to be spiritual beings. I don't care about this education. And you know the education system going to try to hone it in. You know what they try to use slap that ADHD your child's a little on the spec. You know that bullshit they do. Oh, well that's because of the same food that the government gives us. Right. You already know. So, now, so you know what I'm trying to say? So don't you know so for me Leilani, Leilani coming home with Rosa Parks and all this shit. And I get pissed off because there was a million. You heard Cedric the Entertainer in Barbershop too. There was a million motherfuckers before Rosa Parks was in the park. Yeah. No one knew. Right? But then she gets the light. Why? Because she, if you ask me, she was down with the CIA. I, I, I'll go into another one. Because the real person was Claudette Colvin. That's the real person that was gave up her seat. But because she was a teen that was pregnant, they didn't want to perpetuate that as a stigma that it was okay to be young, black, and pregnant, even though she was a revolutionary. Like we can't continue to teach. Leilani never has done a lesson on Malcolm X. She don't know who he is. Mm. Heard his name, but don't. Knows everything about Martin Luther King. But I just watched the video today. They said Martin Luther King was gay. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. But they said he was homosexual. 
Technically, in, in white plain school system, they're not letting you embrace your African culture until you get to the high school where you have black awareness, which is the club I used to be the president of. They're not teaching that shit to you. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So. That they, I'm going to put my little babies that are super intelligent right now into a school that's going to slow them down. Exactly. Them. They need to learn how to do shit. The pipeline of prison system. They starting them young. They teach you as a kid. Then the kids that's rebelling in school are the kids that wound up going to the alternative schools. If I didn't have balance at my house, I would have been one of those kids. I was out of turn in school. I was getting in trouble in school. I was angry. You know what I'm trying to say? No. It's, it's messed up. It's, it's so it's like for me it's like nah do I want to let my two little babies go to school I feel yo you literally just blew my mind with that like yo they in prison yo <laughs> just think about it though it's like if you we don't think about it like that because it wasn't like that for me and you it was but it's a fact though like there's correlation to the two like it's the pipeline of prison system they're literally training kids young to learn what it is if you what yo that yo you really just fucked up my head with that yo it's, 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 it's programming because what do they say they even they even do it now even in, in media and culture yeah we're gonna have to have, have another conversation where the black people that they program are the ones that were not problematic too problematic blacks so you ain't gonna hear about the fred hamptons and the you know asada shakors you're not gonna you're not gonna hear about them because they were too controversial. They made the white people uncomfortable. Did you watch the movie Alice with Kiki Oh, I just watched that shit yesterday. Yo, when I tell you, I was 
this. And I watched him with Leilani. She was like, Daddy, like, Daddy, what's going on? Mind you, I'm like, Leilani, you don't even, she don't understand, like, she don't understand slavery in detail. She, she don't know slavery. They don't really know it yet. She's in fifth grade. They don't really know about slavery. That's wild. They a little bit of it, right? She, this girl was a slave in the 19th. She was a slave after the Black Panther movement. They was still had slaves. This is the night. It was 1973. Do we not understand this? Right. Like, bro, I, you will never know about that girl. You will never know about that lady. True story. You never know about her. They will never do anything on her. Come on, but they'll talk about Susan B. Anthony. Yep. Ida B. Wells. But y'all gonna talk about them, but y'all not gonna talk about how Delta Sigma Theta, which is my sorority, was actually a part of the women's suffrage march and was getting spit at, disrespected the entire time. I just watched the butler two days ago. I just watched the butler two days ago. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. That you know what you gotta watch though? Is it because I'm black on Netflix? Is it because I'm too black? That shit will have you literally looking at it. It goes from the fifth. From the early time of Hattie McDaniels to black exploitation to where we are now in society when it comes to cinema culture and propaganda. That shit'll fuck your head up. I'm gonna watch it. Now I watch all that stuff because, you know, and then Angel like, I can't watch it. It gets me upset. I'm like, you gotta watch it because it's informative. So you wanna be able to watch and say, Oh shit. Damn, that happened to us, but yo. But also you wanna be a part of the conversation. So when people have them conversations, you can actually have a perspective. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm not, I'm not out here like, I'm not out here like, yo, like, you know, yo, we came on slave boats and all that, and we, you know, nah, we didn't. We didn't. We was here already. You know what I'm saying? We were here in Africa and here. We were both. We were in both places. And then y'all came around, and y'all went down to the Caribbean islands, and y'all seen black people. Couldn't believe it, right? <laughs> so y'all captured some of us, right? Y'all actually invaded some of these, some, some of these places. Right? Y'all invaded the Caribbean out and y'all came up, didn't realize that we was here too. But we these were the Native Americans up here in the United up here, North America up here. Y'all invaded that. Took it took but took all y'all learned all the ways of how people lived. And then y'all used it against each other. Y'all used it against us. Yep. We need food. We don't need we don't need food to survive. We need certain things to survive. But not food is what they believe is meat and potatoes and all the shit that we've been eating our whole lives. Which actually, when we were children, was good. It was good for us. It wasn't bad. The potatoes was actually, but we over they overpopulated this place. They let all these people come in here illegally. Mm-hmm. What want to do? You know, and then then they gave them a way to be illegal and still be able to obtain jobs and obtain food and all that stuff. Now you're overpopulated the place. Now what you gotta do? You gotta kill everybody now, right? Come on, man. How do you kill people? How do you think everybody got COVID? Listen, you're going into a whole other realm of conversation on this, bruh. Once I go down that loophole, you know what I'm saying? It's it's because this, like I said, we are souls from years of reincarnated. So we are feeling... We feel it deeper, like, I can't, like, also, we was here three, uh, three lifetimes ago, and it wasn't like this. What did y'all do to my, my planet? Yup. That's how it feels. Yup, 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 you ain't lying. What did y'all do to my beautiful place? 
What did y'all do? Y'all got us out here eating, eating raw, eating carcass? Eating, eating GMO food? Not even GMO, the vegetables and the fruits. Oh man, it's just, it's, 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 it's bad. That's why I said, I said, I'm, I'm stressed out right now. I gotta get a house. I gotta get a, I gotta, I gotta get a garden. I told you to do this shit. I gotta get a garden. I'm not gonna, I, I need a garden. Now, look, now niggas will understand why Khalees has a farm, has a whole ranch, and lives in LA, in, in California with a whole ranch. They all, of, all the rich ones do. They not eating the shit we eating. That's why. That's why they, they you know, Oh yeah, so does Khalees. Khalees has stock. She has cattle. She has a berries, fruits. She sells it. That's how much she makes. She sells it. You see what I'm trying to say? So, like, my thing is, why are we not thinking the same way? Even if it's on a miniature level. Even if you, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's on a miniature level. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's get a little garden. Right. That's what, that's what that I told you. I said, yo, we got to get it. I, my mom said she's going to start growing a garden. You know, she's going to have tomatoes and all. So I'm like, yo, that's cool. But nah, we need to. Our angel like, nah, babe, we get in a greenhouse. So we can grow shit year round. Yes. She be on it. She know. Listen, she, that's my twin. That's my twin flame. Right? That's not my soulmate, though. I got it. I understand the difference. Who's that? Oh. That's the um. That's my soul. That's my um. Twin flame. Twin flame. So it's deep. It's deep. I tell you, deep low, but our connection might not be there on a on a soul soul spirit level, spiritual level. You know. Y'all are saying? pretty much reflections of each other to teach something to one another. Exactly. We're supposed to teach other. It's I don't like this. We're supposed to teach other shit for the for, for our soul Yeah. To go and move on, but you know we're here and we're doing what we gotta do. And there's nothing wrong with it, you know what I'm saying? I don't, if, I, if we follow everything from soul destiny, then none of us probably would. I don't know if any of us. Nah, say, I, don't I don't believe in the societal norms because even with me and my and, and the way relationships are, I'm like I don't believe in this shit, and I'm not doing it. So I'm, there has to be somebody else here that disagrees with it too. That's going to be equal, even though society says we shouldn't be together, but we should. So fuck it. Yeah, yeah like we shouldn't be together. <laughs> Spirit, not, not like. You know, because we, because when we clash, we clash. When we hot, we hot. That's why I told her, like, sex, sex together is explosive. But when we get to an argument, we want to kill each other. It's really yin and yang. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like, and when my soul, with a soulmate, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, it just so happened the girl that I, I met on TikTok was my soulmate. Right, like awesome, yo. Like we are very compatible. I want, to, I want you to meet her. I, I want you to meet her. Angel met her. Angel like, I love her. Like I love her. Like I really like her. You know what I'm saying? Like she's dope. Like I'm talking. About, I've been on the phone. Like me and you've been on the phone. Then in two hours, I've been on the phone like, for two three hours. That just talking about spirit and she's reading me all these passages about who I am and all that stuff. She sound dope. Nah, she's dope. Like I'm talking about dope. And I'm and um 
she helped me with, she helped me like with anything because it was it was me like I was messing everything up because I went I didn't I didn't I didn't like I didn't I was still in denial you know what I'm saying mm. I felt things and I I took that I said nah fuck like I'm no like and ever since I like I'm not saying that we don't have a rocky time it's not like we used to be though we we love each other for real and I get it. I understand it. Do I understand me? You know what I'm saying? I understand. So now like now like I, we we got a, we got a lot of I have a lot of topics that we can talk about. Like, yeah. I, I got some shit. I got some shit for you. We, we, we gonna make this poppin', but I appreciate you, though, for coming today and letting the people get a little insight because, you know, I like to have brothers on here from time to time so they can speak because, you know, dialogue is on both sides. I can't speak from a man's perspective. I'm not a man. So you got to bring in other people to have these conversations so I can give my, my, my opinion. But if I'm not living it, you got to get it from the horse's mouth and get that perspective and then make your own conclusion. So I'm grateful for you. Of course, of course, and then whatever you need me, I told you, we gotta, we gotta, I think we gotta, like, we gotta do it up, like, we gotta do it. We do. We gonna, we gonna talk about the specifics, because I feel like... I don't have other people. Listen, we gonna talk about it because I don't got other nobody else in mind. Because when I say I've been telling Angel since twenty twenty to get you on here, I've been telling her that since twenty twenty. Yes, since twenty twenty. Wow. I've been asking her. Wow, that's the, that's crazy. So the fact that I finally got you on here, I've had this topic tucked since 2020. There's a few people that I want to like, I just don't, you know, there's a few people that want me to like, not to do a podcast with me or like, with, you know, like, sit down or whatever, and it's like, yo, yeah, but it's like, I got to really fuck with you to, to, to give you that type of like, that's how you energy, you know what I'm saying? You're appreciated. Like, my energy, you know what I'm saying? You're appreciated. <laughs> energy is everything, and Kids be giving it out to people because someone like you, someone like you, you're gonna reciprocate the energy. You are gonna give it back. You know what I'm saying? You gonna, you know, so my, it's not just unused. You know what I'm saying? Energy, right. We just put it out in the world. That's why I try not. I told Angel, um, I try not to get upset. I try not to get mad. I try not to like have outbursts and shit because we give out so much energy to the world. You know what I'm saying? That you know we don't never get that shit back. Right. And the energy just takes that. They just take our energy and give it to somebody else. You know, we wonder like, yo, how this nigga? How this nigga? How he get that shit, man? Right. You know, like you know, it's like you done gained that nigga blessings, bro. Like you done, you done helped them. You done rebuilt their whole shit. And didn't even know it. So, yep. So, nah. We gotta, we gotta do this again. This was cool, you know. But I wanna, the one I wanna do anyway. My hands, like my hands, go. So that was daughters, man. I mean, y'all heard Sean. He came in, gave us an insight. As y'all can see, we've been homies for the last. Since what we was eleven, so we go back. So it's gonna always be that camaraderie. But hopefully, I enjoyed daughters. You know, on top of other things that include that can apply to daughters. But as I always say on air, let's keep it real. Remember, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I'll check y'all later.